Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about why elemental primaries should come back to the game in in some in sort of the original true sense that they used to exist. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. If you want to listen to these as podcast episodes entirely together as audio, you can look up SNTR Presents on any podcast platform. YouTube support's been nuts lately. Thank you for that. Hit and like, share, subscribe, and the little bell button. That helps me out so elemental primaries you're gonna say we already have elemental primaries Lono what are you talking about I mean a true return to every primary in the game having an element get rid of this idea that a kinetic does like 5% more damage than an element because an elemental primary has the elements they should just all have the elements I believe if they institute this this is how they should do it and we got this from Q&A it should basically function the same way that armor affinity does it's intrinsic, it's right there alongside the archetype of the weapon, like if it's a rapid frame or a lightweight or whatever, it's just down there. And you can change it, but just like changing armor affinity, it's more expensive once a weapon has been fully masterworked. Somebody even suggested the idea of, you can see the elements, but it doesn't unlock it until you fully masterwork. Again, I think letting us change it for a lower fee on a weapon brand new would be the right way to do this. If you finally got a god roll on the weapon that you want, and it was arc, yay, and you get another god roll because you want the other elements, and you get another arc, and you can't change it, I think that would be a problem. So that's ultimately what I'm suggesting they do and now I'm going to talk about why first first I'm going to say the time is now second I'm going to say sunsetting vacancies are going to be a problem that this could help with and lastly seasonal rhythm how much content can they truly give us how much loot can they truly give us and I believe this would go you know it would line up and dovetail really nicely with some of the struggles they've been having so first the time is now Osmosis proves that this will not create balancing issues. A lot of the times this came up in the past, people would say if you suddenly can have all three elements on, you know, one on each gun, that's going to create, you know, balancing issues. It's really going to minimize end game challenge. It's really going to hurt a lot of things. That is fundamentally untrue and you can prove that with Osmosis. I can go through content, have all three elements even though it is a little bit limited because I got to throw a grenade first. It still does not suddenly create this imbalance and disruption of power. You go into something at least as hard as a thousand level nightfall and you use an osmosis weapon you are not shredding through shields it's helpful it's nice but it's not game breaking there is no reason at this point to restrict our loadout anymore in fact there's probably greater reasons to give us more freedom in our loadout this would probably even touch down and relate to anti-champion mods allowing us to have more than one allowing us to then toggle them and swap them or you know hold down reload to switch from you know anti-barrier to unstoppable and as I said in the Q&A session, the more you pile on in our corner helping us, the more you can pile on in the game. You could create a greater saturation of shielded enemies or champions to create more interesting combat scenarios. I cited the shielded shanks in Scourge of the Past, they're really tough if you don't have the right element, but when you do, it's really fun. You could start to go into endgame content and virtually everything could have a shield and that would line up really well with this system and that's again kind of like champions. You're putting a pain point in the combat and then empowering me to interact with that pain point and I think this is another reason why they should do it because the combat is getting pretty flattened out in some of the more challenging environments. This could add another layer of 
cool things they do with modifiers, but then we're there to meet that challenge on the battlefield. I will give this concession. If people still want to run double primary or triple shotgun or whatever the frick weird loadout you like, I don't want to restrict that. I'm not arguing for a return to a rigid primary, secondary, heavy. I don't want to take that away from folks that enjoy it. I do think allowing me to put a gun where I want it would be nice. There's nothing worse than switching from your heavy to your primary and you forget it's a shotgun and you start just chunking through your ammo because you think you're going to get out your auto rifle or your hand cannon, but your hand cannon or your auto rifle's in the secondary slot. I would like to be able to move those weapons around and a return to every primary having an element would allow us to do that. It wouldn't cause any issues as I already outlined with osmosis. Second major reason to do this is sunsetting vacancies. This would really alleviate a ton of the pressure that Bungie's going to feel every season to not accidentally or even you know just haphazardly create big vacancies in the weapon pool suddenly you have no arc hand cannon suddenly you have no void uh you have you know no void auto rifle or pulse rifle it's just missing and you'd like to get that you get way more capital out of just a couple of guns you're like here is three or four hand cannons this season or here's two or three hand cannons this season well if they can all interchange their their elements then all you really need to make sure and do is give us a decent amount of each archetype on a regular basis so you don't have these huge glaring holes in the loot pool random drop or changeable either would work i actually think they would go really well together as i outlined at the beginning of the video i would never want to have somebody getting that god roll and getting arc and being happy and then going for more god rolls of the same weapon and then you're like oh no i keep getting arc or whatever it's kind of like the masterwork if you're gonna let us change affinity on armor i think we should be able to change masterwork i think if they do this this idea and go towards true elemental primaries you should let people change the element the way i argued for it in q a was the impact of the masterwork being range or handling or the impact of it being arc or void is too minuscule to micromanage. You don't need to restrict it and say, oh, nope, you can't change it. It's not that powerful. It ends up being an invalidating presence on the gun. It's like, yay, I finally got a god roll. Oop, wrong masterwork. Oop, wrong element. It ends up invalidating the weapon. It's almost like a blemish on the weapon. And I really think... That's one of the primary reasons I would be in full support of letting people change masterworks and elements. That's not the core of the gun. The core of the gun would be the perk rolls that really impact the way the gun feels. And that, again, is what we're hoping to see with Sunsetting anyway, is new perks, more powerful standout perks. Elements and masterwork would just be there almost as complements to the meal, not the main course. Lastly, let's talk about seasonal rhythm. We already know that they sort of struggle to give us a pretty good allotment of stuff every single season. It's anywhere from 25 to 30 weapons. You get way more out of that rhythm with an elemental primary system because there's a couple of things that would come from it. Number one, a handful of weapons, you get a whole lot more out of them. It's like they can fill so many more gaps. So if somebody is combing over the weapon system, They're going to be less likely to find gaps or archetypal vacancies season to season, and that softens some of the pain and some of the frustration and complaint that was coming from folks about sunsetting. It kind of cushions that blow. The other major thing it does is for more hardcore players, it extends grind. You're not done. If your favorite weapon finally drops with the roll that you get, 
you're not done. You're going to try and get all three elements. You're going to try and get three versions of the gun. Maybe one role in particular you want for void because there's areas you go and you like using it with that role. Maybe you want to get it slightly different for solar. You're perpetuating an extending grind. You're not just going to get the god role and be done. This again supports the idea of letting us change the masterwork, letting us change the elements because you're empowering people to chase more stuff. It's like, I'm not done yet. Yes, I finally got the god roll. Yes, I finally got the gun that I wanted. I'm going to go for more versions of it now. This goes hand in hand with increasing generosity and intentionality. Two things we've been talking about with sunsetting. Sunsetting cannot exist in a system where we're really struggling and taking five months to get the gun that we want. If you raise generosity, if you raise player intentionality to chase and farm the weapons that they want, this system, Elemental Primaries, would stand as an extension of grind. You could also do the same thing on secondaries. Let us change the elements. So now there's three versions of the shotgun or sniper that you're going to want to go and get if you are that hardcore minded. This complements very well with the need for them to raise generosity and to raise uh, the intentionality of the players because then no one could say, oh, you're going to get guns too fast. Oh, people are going to get all the guns they want, then they're going to stop. Actually, no. The more more hardcore-minded players would have a significant greater amount of grind, and if they're empowered to do it, if they don't feel like masterwork or elemental restrictions, because they can change those things in the system that I'm promoting, they wouldn't suddenly feel like, oh, it's a total waste of time, it's a futile effort. They would feel empowered to chase the weapons that they want with the things on them that they're hoping to get, and I think that would be very, very good for the seasonal rhythm. Lastly, you get way more capital out of 30 weapons each season as opposed to feeling like it's patchwork. If they can right now, if the seasonal rhythm of Bungie is basically we can give you roughly 30 weapons a season, you're going to get a whole lot more out of that. Presently, it starts to kind of feel like patchwork. You're just randomly getting weapons and then randomly feeling like there's these vacancies. And I think this would really, really help with that. And honestly, it would allow them to create more dynamic combat instances where enemies could then have more shields, more combat you know, pressure that you're meeting with this new power, with this new sense of like, I've got more things on my weapon than I previously did. So the Q&A is going to follow this in the podcast format. If you're here right now, don't go anywhere. If you're listening in all the other locations, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session about elemental primaries. These are going to come paired with my videos. Now, we are doing Q&A first. It was a format change that helped out. If you're listening to the audio versions on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live uh, if you want to at SayNoToRage.com. Usually when these hit the feeds Monday through Friday, I am live when that happens. If you want to see or listen to just the podcast episodes, the full audio format, look up SNTR presents on any of the podcast platforms if you're on youtube hit and like share subscribe and the little bell button helps me out thank you for all the support on youtube so we did change the format and we have found that it's going significantly better We've had larger turnouts in the live environments and the question and answers were getting really, really inundated and really jam-packed. And now we start when there's less questions and we filter the first front half and it's made for a much better experience. I appreciate your patience with me through this. Adjusting to channel growth has always been something where I kind of take my lumps and I got a little frustrated the other day and we, you know, I apologize to the viewer and we've, you know, he still hangs out. We've made up and the new format has come as was born out of that frustration. So 
so we're going to start with question uh, number one from Spectre if elemental primaries return what would happen to kinetic type weapons this will be addressed in the video but I obviously am going to answer you now it's, I'm okay with doing this, by the way, talking about it in both places. I believe you would then homogenize how primaries function. I think they should all get the critical multiplier of the kinetic because a primary weapon should just be a primary weapon, okay? Just because it has an element on it doesn't mean it should be slower at killing trash ads, and that's essentially what happens with the crit multiplier being lower, especially when you get into higher power delta areas. So I believe that all primaries should function the same right it's your primary you know trash ad killing machine and in that vein i think they should function the same and then they're just elements kind of there as a bonus and i think one of the primary reasons they should do this i'm gonna talk about in the video it's really gonna free them up to fill in a lot of vacancies a handful of hand cannons goes a long way if every single one of them can drop with any of the elements Lone Walker. Would elemental primaries kill the purpose of the osmosis perk? This is a good question. I actually don't think so. I actually don't think so. And the reason why is osmosis would then enable you to have two elements on it. So you'd be really, really smart. You would know, hey, I really primarily run void. I'm going to try and get an arc and a solar version of this gun because I can always turn it into void. Does that make sense? You can always turn it into the the element of your subclass. So the hand cannons with osmosis or any weapon with osmosis would actually suddenly be a little bit better because they could switch and be both. It could be its primary is element is solar and when you throw a grenade, you could switch it to void. That would actually be kind of cool. That would make osmosis, I think, a better per- <laughs> person. Um, a lot of stuff came in before we started this, and I want to thank these people. Freddie Jackson with six months, eight months from McCheshire, Papa Deke with 20 months, 400 bits from Sasanu, uh, Markin Jr. with six months, 17 months from D- uh, DMT Dreamer, and then Waka gifted three subs to the community. So I do think that Osmosis would actually improve uh, with elemental primaries in play. You would obviously then be strategic about it. And think about what this would do to the grind. Okay, there's a really great weapon that you want to get. And you get it with all three elements. And then in relation to the burn of the strike or the perks or whatever's going on, you switch your subclass. It's okay. You have a void arc or solar version to switch to to complement your subclass. If your subclass is solar because of the particular environment that you're going into, you would switch that primary that has osmosis and you'd be like, well, I'm not going to run the solar version. I already am solar. I'm going to run the arc or the void version and then I can switch it on the fly by throwing a grenade. I think those types of layered decisions and benefits would really, I think, make a lot of people happy. Uh, next question. Would you rather see elemental primaries or intrinsic champion mods? Oh, you're making me pick? Um, if you're making me pick, then I would probably say that I would go with elemental primaries because intrinsic champion mods, I think we can make up the difference on, on that in another way. Uh, you can probably get around that by just maybe giving us a champion mod slot uh, or giving us the ability to maybe have more than one champion mod equipped. You could make champion mods be passive and you slot them somewhere else. Maybe they're passive on the artifact. I think there's other ways that they could get around some of the frustration with champion mods and I would much rather have elemental primaries if you're making me pick. Patman. I don't see the point of having different elemental shields when we can switch the elements of our guns on the fly. 
Well, I haven't done the talk yet, but in my video, I am going to say I'm okay with it dropping random or letting us change it. But again, it would need to be like changing armor affinity. It would need to be expensive. If you're just going through content and you're constantly swapping your element really, really easily, that kind of undercuts, you know, things like Borealis and Hardlight. So it, it, it wouldn't be something that you would be changing all that often. But I do think if they gave us the ability to change it and it was expensive, like changing elemental affinity on armor, I would be okay with that. I think maybe you're overstating it a little bit because in combat, you're not going to be doing it that much. And and I think Bungie would be smart about that. They wouldn't want to trivialize it by constantly going into your menu like switch, 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 switch. Um, So you can swap your weapons at any time. Is there a difference? I would say that's really, really good... um, feedback that we can switch our weapons at any time and the places where they don't want you doing that they lock your loadout so that's also another really good piece of feedback you could have three different weapons all of a different element and just go into your menu and swap that would probably be faster than changing the armor of the if the uh, the element anyway because that's one less click you don't have to go in the menu and click something you literally go in your menu and just swap weapons uh, cold heart should elemental primary only be on season 12 and beyond so people have an incentive to get the new guns or should it be on all primaries now well obviously with sun setting i would say you could do one or the other if you're if you're doing it to where you're sunsetting these guns that are suddenly getting elements that'd be okay they're slowly drifting out of end game builds um but I could also see somebody saying what you're saying. I agree with the sentimentality you're outlining. I actually argued that in Shadowkeep, Bungie should have put an extra mod slot on all the new primaries so you could run anti-barrier and you could run, you know, minor spec or whatever mod you were running. That would have made the new weapons slightly more appealing and would have shoved you forward. It was like a slight nudge, not forcing you to, just a slight nudge. I, I, I think what you're saying would probably complement sunsetting very well, but I have to pair it with another theory that I have. I have a theory that we're getting like a lot of stuff in September, like a lot of loot to update the entire game built on the premise and the theory that they were originally going to do D3 this year, and that's now been absorbed into Destiny 2, meaning the framework and the quantity has to be there if that was something that they were working on. If they do that, if there's a significant enough, you know, loot injection as well as elemental primaries, I think those could go hand in hand and people would just sort of naturally be like, I'm fine leaving behind my old stuff, if that makes sense. You would accept it a little bit more because there'd be a clear quality shift in your loot. So, um, Parasito. What is the inherent DPS differences between kinetic and elemental? Would elementals need to be brought up? Kinetics naturally do more damage to compensate for elemental shield effects. I, we've already addressed this. I don't know the hard numbers, Paris. Um, you get a better crit multiplier. That's my understanding. What's the percentage? I don't know, but I can definitely feel it. When I'm using an elemental primary, I can feel it when I'm trying to pop heads. It just feels slower. Um, 5% overall, not crit. So it's a 5% damage difference. I swore it was the crit multiplier. Well, thank you. I can now correct my video. Another advantage to doing Q&A first. (laughs) Um, It's a 5% overall damage. It's higher on kinetics than elementals. 
when did they standardize that i swore i swore it was the crit multiplier that was different maybe that's just where you notice it more because those numbers are bigger but specter do you think turning old primary weapons into elemental primaries would work under the new environment we just answered this a couple of questions ago about how it could work to just you know give it to all the old weapons or not i think there's there's two valid approaches and i i don't necessarily know which one i would back but i think either one would be fine Hey Lono, I just recently got back into Destiny last season. Why did they get rid of elemental primaries in the first place? It's a long story, and we got to go back to in my day uh, in the original Destiny One. Uh, the only place to get elemental primaries was places like the raid, and then it was like trials, and some dropped from Skolas. Um, right? It was something like that. It was that not every primary was an element. It, not everyone had one, and so you basically could only get them from a, a, a handful of sources and they felt like that's all people used and so they got rid of them which I don't understand that uh, but they did and so they standardized at that point they got rid of elemental primaries they allowed the Zalo to stick around Zalo was an exotic auto rifle that had arc and then eventually they brought out the exotic raid weapons during Age of Triumph, and those could have the elements back on them, but they were exotic. It was kind of stupid too. Uh, It was like, yay, they're back, and they limit your loadout. Um, So, I have been on Team Elemental Primary ever since. Ever since I've been on Team Elemental Primary. Can we please just go back? (laughs) Can we please just go back to that? It was better. It made more sense. It was cool to see. You know, you'd go look at your loadout and you'd see Solar, Arc, and Void. And I'm going to say this in my video and I'm going to say it now. Osmosis completely invalidates the opinion that like, oh, that's going to make content too easy. That is completely and utterly false. Right now, I can run through content, throw a grenade, and all three of my guns have an element. And if you're like, oh, but you have to wait for your grenade. You can have really good grenade uptime builds, okay? Having all three elements on your guns, it does not trivialize the content. It really doesn't. Like, if you watch somebody try and pop a a void shield, and even, let's take something that's pretty, that's not super hard, but it's intended to be somewhat challenging, okay? When I was trying to pop a void shield the other day in a nightfall, a thousand level nightfall, it, it takes it takes a while. It's still slow. Like it's not like I'm suddenly just ripping through all of the ads and all of the shields, but I feel empowered to do it if I want, right? Like the thousand level nightfall is is already as someone in chat is saying, you know, it's already pretty trivial if you're at level. It's not that difficult, but popping the shield it was slow it wasn't super fast it it didn't suddenly make the content silly silly easy so um next question from the mojave mailman what is the difference between having an energy slot and a kinetic slot versus the special and primary slot and why do you think the special primary system is better Okay, I've made this argument many, many times, and a lot of people still disagree with me, but I'm going to make it, okay? I believe there is a hierarchy of enemies, and a primary and secondary and heavy weapon system is more in line with that hierarchy. Right now, there is a hierarchy of enemies. There are trash ads, 
then there's majors, then there's bosses. And I know bosses comes in all, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes, but like bosses, mini bosses, raid bosses, bosses. Okay, that the bosses is a big category, so is majors. Your weapons perfectly line up with that hierarchy when you have a primary, a secondary, and a heavy. You know, you got your primary, that lines up with the tier one. So let's we can call that tier one of the hierarchy. Bam, 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 bam. Killing killing trash ads and the minute you go up against a tier two enemy your tier one weapon feels inferior okay it doesn't feel like it's built to do enough damage so you get out your tier two weapon for the tier two enemies majors that have shields majors that are tanky that's when you get out the shotgun uh the the trace rifle the sniper okay and then the boss comes out and you're like okay Uh, definitely not using my primary that's tier 1, secondary may be able to help, maybe, it's a tier 2 but the real coup de grace the real big boy to pull out is tier 3, and that's just how the game is built and to me double primary has created long lasting damage to this game (laughs) it's created long lasting damage to this game because now people are like but I sometimes like running double primary or I sometimes like running this weird build or that weird build I don't think those are normative enough to stand in the way of the true return of primary, secondary, and heavy. Now, you could free it up a little bit and let people still run double primary if they want. Um, if if not, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to lose sleep if they, if they take that away from people. I think people would get over it because we're going to be in a new system and sunsetting's happening anyway. But, you know, to keep... To keep those people satiated and happy, I would say, okay, you can still move things around if you want to run double primary, but I would really just like to go back to primary, secondary, and heavy. There's nothing worse than trying to get creative and like trying out a different loadout, and you go to switch to your primary and start taking primary shots, and you go chunk, 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 and waste shotgun ammo. There's nothing worse than that. It's like, oh, daggone it. I'm, I forgot I'm running an elemental primary. So you switch off your heavy, and you got to like double tap Y. To me, and I know people are like, well, that's because you're on controller. Okay, well, most of the community is. <laughs> most of the community is on controller. So, I think letting us shuffle stuff around like that would be beneficial. Uh, Argon Nebula. If elemental primaries returned, would you still be able to run special ammo weapons in the first slot triple shotgun build? Literally, yeah, this is very related to the last question, so we already answered your question. I'd be okay with letting people continue to do that if they want, because... As you say, some people just want to run three shotguns just because they want to goof around. Or maybe there are, I mean, there are some double primary builds I think people like to run in uh, Crucible. Pure 36. What, while elemental primaries sound good, what do you think it would, uh, do you think it would take Bungie a lot of time to change all kinetic energy and kinetic primaries into an elemental? It might take a long time to do an acquisition process. So as one of the questions earlier stated, they could do it just moving forward in September. You don't even need to start this in the summer. Just start it in September moving forward. That makes all the new, new loot more appealing anyway. And then you don't got to do this like acquisition process to all these old weapons, you know? Next question from Norman Pride. How would you make the primary and secondary slots feel different if both can be elemental? A few moments ago, I outlined the the tier one, tier two, and tier three system. And to me, I think that is more of an identifier of the differences between the weapons. 
the difference between my shotgun and my hand cannon isn't the shotgun has elemental it's that the shotgun is a major buster it's it's meant for the majors same thing with like a good sniper snipers still need some help or the trace rifles they're I don't think that I'm not like, oh, wow, the difference between my hand cannon and my sniper or the difference between my hand cannon and shotgun is that these have elements. No, they're 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 quicker versions of damage. They're higher, higher thresholds of damage. That's the primary reason you're switching most of the time. The 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 combat is dictating the gun that you pull out. Uh, Trace rifles are actual trash in PVE. I think the cold heart is so good, though. I've always liked it. Um, your URLs playing games with a brand new Prime sub. I missed that. That was nine minutes ago. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad free viewing. A thousand bits from the bomb dog. The bomb dog gets it to sub to seal a high uh, or OO seal high. And then death at a life with two months, six months from lurch. Thank you for those resubs. Zorian, uh, Zorian Tasuna. If elemental primaries are a thing, could there be weapons without an element in the secondary slot? I mean, I I just don't see a point in having no elemental primary like no non-elemental guns. Um I, I don't I don't see a point in that. Maybe an exotic that's like brings back some idea of like, oh, it's a kinetic, so it gets some crazy damage multiplier because it's not an elemental. I don't know. I don't see a point. I don't. There's having an element on all the guns just makes the most sense to me. It's on everything in the game is what it feels like most of the times, except for your primaries. Uh, Zeppo, do you think it would be beneficial for certain primaries to have locked elements? Hand cannons can only be solar. Next season, they roll arc. I don't see a reason to micromanage this. Now, Bungie may see a reason to micromanage it long term. You know, they may say, you know, long term, long term sustainability, we're going to have to limit some of this. I happen to think that if a hand cannon or any weapon can drop with all three elements, that's actually better for Bungie. That fills in vacancies that may emerge in the in the weapon pool, and that elongates grind. Yay, I finally got a god roll on this hand cannon that I want. Sweet. Now I gotta get one for solar and void. Now when I say that, part of me thinks, you know, I, I really probably should, uh, I probably should you know, be able to change the element because I don't know if I if you finally get another god roll and it's like I already have arc. I think that would be pretty disappointing. Maybe a one-time really expensive change right at the beginning uh, before you've invested in the weapon will maybe will really let you do it anytime. But maybe a one-time elemental change or make it really expensive the way that they do on armor affinity. Um, Mad Hatter with three hundred bits and twenty uh, twenty-five months from Defrancsta. Um. Or it's the one Frankster. Anyway, I would say the more I think about it and talk about it with you guys, I would be in favor of letting us change the elements, just making it expensive. Because uh, it's just another layer of RNG, which is just another potential layer of frustration. Yeah, I finally got a second God roll. How on earth? It, well, how bad is my luck? It's Ark again. So now I have two, you know, two God roll, you know, Ark hand cannons. Um,. And I, th- I think that that would be a good argument in favor of saying we, we need to let people change the element. Uh, Slewfoot. 
On the topic of sunsetting, won't sunset guns continue to fall further into obscurity as the power level continues to climb as time goes on in activities that aren't necessarily endgame, i.e. Gambit? I think we need to remember that when Bungie raises the floor level of activities like Strikes or Gambit, they also raised all of our gear. So if for whatever reason Bungie decides to do it again, they did it to the 750, if they decide to do it again, I would imagine that they would also then raise all your gear, meaning that you're not suddenly attacking the public space or a strike and you don't have any weapons strong enough to do that, you know? Um, So... Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just let affinities change with the same system as the armor system. That's exactly right, A9. I just feel like that feels harmonious. It's like you can change it on armor. You can change it on guns. It's costly to do it a bunch. So you're not going to do it haphazardly in the middle of content, but it does take away the sting of some bad RNG. Yay, I finally got a stat lean on some boots that I want and you can change the elements and go on about your merry way of investment. Yay, I finally got a second God roll hand cannon Oh, don't worry. You can change the element. Do it this one time before you masterwork the weapon so it's cheaper. The bomb dog gifted subs too. Uh, to be Garrett and Stiggy24. Thank you for doing that. But on this subject about sunsetting, this is another one of those times where I feel like people are misrepresenting sunsetting and they're saying that, you know, Bungie continues to raise the power level of the game. So it's not going to be that weapons are only usable in 95% of the game. Listen, when Bungie's commitment is that sunsetting will limit the end game viability life, they're not going to like sucker punch 75% of the community and be like, ha the public space and strikes are now considered end game. <laughs> they're not going to do that. of this community lives in the public space and in the strike playlist and those will be maintained as entry point pieces of content so they will never have that experience of like all my stuff got sunset Mad Hatter just gifted 5 subs to the community be sure to check chat to see you get 45 emotes and ad free viewing when you're a sub here you get to bypass ads as a sub on my channel uh, when uh, when you're a sub here uh, next question from a lot of gamer do you think there is room for the burns to have characteristics like dot damage or solar or debuff suppression or void I actually don't want to take away too much capital here you could make the elemental system be t- too far reaching and gobble up potential capital and here's what I mean if you are going to start trying to add perks to guns that do dot damage, suppression, blinding, chain lightning, I don't know, any of those, I've continued to say I think there's more room in the game for elemental perk iteration. And if we can continue to lower the feeling of need for reload and damage perks, then perks like that could shine. Those perks have a lot more room to breathe if you don't overstep with the elements. I like the idea of Solar and Void and Arc having intrinsic things that they do, but I also am worried that's going to, as I said, gobble up potential capital that could be leveraged to make guns more exciting and gun rolls more exciting. Uh, Winterfell gifted five subs. Dark Taco gifted three subs. Guys, thank you so much for all the, all the sub love. Uh, Jack... Should primaries be assigned specific elements or should you be able to switch? Yeah, we've already addressed this question about being able to switch. A9. Should elemental primaries be all primaries or does it dilute the loot pool with too much variation? Would a few new elemental primary exotics be better? 
This is a good question because I disagree with this. So I, I'm glad somebody brought this up because I know they did this in D1 with the you know Age of Triumph. I don't agree with this because what you end up doing is, is I feel like you put me in a really stupid situation. And here's what I mean. Hey, you want an elemental primary? Just put on Zalo Supercell. Oh, oh, okay, I, I don't want to do that. I really like running this exotic because this exotic heavy is super beneficial. But you can run Zalo Supercell. Okay, well, having an arc primary isn't isn't that great, right? It's good, but is it good enough to unseat an, like an exotic heavy? Do you see what I'm saying? The power exchange there, I'm exchanging one power for another. I'm getting a raw deal in that power exchange. I am putting away my my anarchy, my 1k voices, my whatever. I'm putting that away and I'm getting out something that isn't adding an equal amount of power to my experience in the game. Like I feel like that's a pretty good argument against what you're you're not really arguing for. You're asking like what if they did this instead? I think everything I just said is a really strong argument against that being the proper execution of elemental primaries because I think Bungie has a bigger problem to solve and yours is touching down on it. I think exotic primaries are in a crummy place, specifically in PvE, because they never feel like they're worth using when you can get out an exotic heavy. I The only way I think this works and I know this sounds like a bad idea, but just bear with me. The only way this works is if you let exotic primaries leave their lane. And what I mean by that is, the Ikelos shotgun, when it got moved to the legendary, the, the secondary slot, that shotgun left its lane. The Ikelos shotgun did more damage than exotic heavies. It was, it was out damaging its lane. I think that the only way you get an exotic primary to feel worth using is if it gets to leave its lane. It needs to wear two hats it's a great primary it's also a great secondary okay so i the only gun that came close in my mind of all the of all the exotic primaries was the outbreak perfected the outbreak felt like it left its lane because if a bunch of people used it it got kind of strong and that created some uniqueness I unfortunately don't think that went far enough because the only way outbreak leaves its lane I have to lean on an entire team doing that that's not good enough in my mind on its own it should be able to leave its lane I shouldn't be like well this gun's really good and can leave its lane if all of you guys also run it you see what I'm saying I think that's too that's too limited I think but the spirit of that weapon is in the right is in the right direction um so yo what's good Jeritol? I'm good man I'm in the new studio zero elemental primaries were put in the raids will this be a viable way to uh, renovate old content if not how would you want to see them earned this feels like we would be letting them off the hook if we let Bungie say oh well the way we're making raid weapons stand out as elemental primaries I would say okay what well, that's not good enough it's like go back right now and slap an element on any of the kinetic primaries in the game. That ain't making a big enough difference. And we already have elemental primaries like Nation of Beasts and the Gospel from Garden of Salvation. I mean, those, it, it, we already have primaries with mediocre roles who, you know, also happen to be an elemental primary. So 
that's not good enough. I think raid weapons should be far more stand out than that. That feels like a really, really meager offering. I contacted Spectrum about the horrendous experience I had with their install. They charged me $200 to install their gig service. The tech came. He was awful. He was her- It was a joke. He, ins- he insulted my intelligence by lying to me and didn't do a good job. And I called to have it credited. And I got all the way to like an escalations like office manager who said that the most they can credit any account ever is $20. And I politely told him that that was a literal joke. I said, I paid for a $200 install fee. I had a man come in my home and was unprofessional, dishonest, lied to me and said some unprofessional things before he left, right? That's what I feel when you're like, hey, thanks for calling in. We hear you asking for elemental primaries and uh, we're gonna we're gonna put them in raids to make raid weapons better. I'd be like, what the actual frick? That's a joke. That's not good enough. You need to go a whole lot farther than that. That's $20 from Spectrum on a $200 install fee that I feel is unjust because I had to have another guy come out another night. Um, so, I elemental primaries, I think, should just be a standard and then weapons and raids should be stand apart in their in their own right. Uh Moss Twitch. Would Hardlight and Borealis being all elements help the elemental problem? Well, I mean, Borealis and Hardlight exist in like their own hemisphere. We're talking about the entire weapon system. Those weapons on their own don't fix any problems. Um Finding Chemo 23. How necessary would elemental primaries be in endgame metas moving forward after sunsetting is implemented? You see, this is where I think Bungie can start adding more layers to combat, and I think champion mods are a step in that direction. So, no, I did not get my money back. They only credited me the $20. <laughs> I, it was an absolute joke. I told him, I said, it's, it, it, it is absolutely ironic, and in some levels, it's just stupid to say, hey, you want our most expensive service. You're going to be our highest paying internet consumer. We're going to make that harder for you, and they charge you a $200 fee. It's like, I feel like you'd give me the primo treatment. I'm the gold star, you know, customer i ran a business i grew a graphic design business through networking and i don't think i ever would have treated anybody this way oh you want the most expensive version of my services well that's going to cost you extra wait what what huh that's backwards that's like anti-consumer retention but because because there's no competition they don't have to treat me like a customer they have to treat me like a vagrant like begging please give me good speeds and and please could I have a credit please like they don't treat you like a customer the power exchange is all backwards now because you're not a customer you know what I'm saying like internet companies are a complete scam they're a complete scam in America um I back to this question we're getting off on a tangent I think elemental primaries being necessary in endgame could come in the same way that like anti-champion mods come into the game as a layer of combat if more you know how satisfying it is when you're playing scourge of the past and those shanks they show up and you pop one shield and it's like boom right that feels really really cool it's a unique pain point they're just shanks what the frick okay go stand there when those shanks drop and don't have a matching element type and it it sucks it's like oh this is not good (laughs) i can't do anything so 
I think they could create unique pain points like that. Maybe an overabundance of shields. Everything has a shield. And the reason they can say everything has a shield is because you have so many elements at your disposal. I've always referenced the intensity of moments in Rayman Legends and or in the Blind Forest. They can turn up the intensity because the checkpoint's right there. Bungie can turn up the champion saturation if they empower us to use more champion mods or have a gun that can do both anti-barrier and unstoppable and I like, I hold down reload to toggle it. Like, you can turn up the knob on combat dynamics if you empower us with more things in our toolbox. As opposed to saying, we're going to make this content harder by adding a delta and 12 negative modifiers. I'm asking for true layers to combat where my loadout and my thoughtfulness and my choices on the fly actually creates a sense of reward and efficiency as opposed to what we have now. So if we suddenly had all three primaries, Void Arc and Solar, they could throw mobs of Thrall or Shanks or whatever, and they could all be shielded. And if you make the right decisions at the right point, it'd be really satisfying. You create a pain point, you empower the player to meet the pain point, that's how you create satisfying endgame. This... People are always like, oh, but if they do this, the content's going to get so easy. I completely disagree. I think we've only scratched the surface on what they can do, and I think anti-champions are like the, the, are the way forward to do that. A thousand bits from Dog. New studio hype. Any gifted five subs of community. Dog, you've been way too generous uh, lately, man. Just so much support. I appreciate it so, so much. Um, so, next question. Freddie Jackson. Should elemental primaries be pinnacles only? And if so, do you limit it to only the raid trials? Uh, we've already basically answered this. Should it only be limited to certain places? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, think, it's an, I don't think those environments, I don't think that's enough for those environments. Those environments should have significantly better weapons in and of themselves. Riddler. Would exotics be able to have elements also or not have it due to the fact of them being considered unique? Well, obviously... This would be like when they introduce the anti-champion mods. You can't leave the exotics out, okay? So they add anti-champion mods. It adds a layer to combat and your primaries, and you're like, but exotics get left out? What the frick? Like, so if they suddenly decided to bring this to the game, you can't leave exotics out because what happens? Well, they sit on the frickin' shelf. Like, if people could have run a Huckleberry with anti-barrier, you probably would have seen people doing that. But it, it just gets shelved. You're like, well, there's gonna be champions. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna run an exotic primary. They get shelved. So is stream down? I can watch every other stream, no problem, except Lono. I, I don't know why that's happening to people. I, it's gotta be it's gotta be an ISP issue. So many people have come in and said that today. Well not a lot, but like a handful. Um I don't know why it's only me. Uh more Moroi, elemental primaries make sense and would be awesome, but do you think kinetic heavies would also work and have their niche in the game? I can't really comment on that because I don't even know what that would look like. Uh, Paris, could kinetics be removed as a whole with a select few exotics or adept type weapons being holdovers? When I think of kinetics, like I just don't see it. I just don't see, I don't know. I don't see anything. I don't see a reason to keep them. All kinetic weapons are right now are a, it's a primary with no elements, and they give it a, they give it an extra five percent damage to make up the difference. Um, or actually, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe elemental primaries get their damage lowered by five percent because they have an element. You know, Sasanu gifted five subs to the community. Thank you for doing that, Sasanu. 
uh, Pure 36. While changing elements on weapons could help vacancies, should Bungie only allow them on endgame weaponry to make it somewhat rewarding? We've already addressed this question. I just don't think that that's a good enough uh, thing for endgame content. They need to be much better weapons than just that. With elemental primaries occupying the first slot, would the current energy slot be only for special weapons? If yes, how would it impact anti-champion mod versatility? This is where I think anti-champion mods should be universal, so you could put them on any primary you want. Um, And then they could use the artifacts in Season 12 and beyond. They could say, well, in these seasons, we're going to be introducing champion mods for shotguns, snipers, and and on down the line, fusions, etc., uh, because they added it to the swords, and I think that was a good step in the right direction. I just think the primary one should be standard. Uh, Shaitan, how do you feel about perks that would give the weapon a longer or stronger per second elemental damage burn? See, this is right in line with what somebody asked about earlier. Like, I think you leave a lot of room for cool perks if you you put more element, prim- you know, if you put elemental primaries in the game. I think stuff like this can become. You know, come to fruition. Spectre. What if masterworking weapons added a random element to the weapon? Well, my only issue here is again, if you want this god roll hand cannon and you and you want it in Arc Solar or Void, grinding and getting a god roll and then spending the resources to masterwork it and getting another arc and you already have an arc would be an insult. All those resources would be wasted. So this doesn't seem like a system that would work very well within the realm of what we do right now you're combining the elemental affinity with the investment and I think that's dangerous right now you pick the elemental affinity on a piece of armor and then you can invest if you've already invested and you want to change the elemental affinity it's more expensive because you're basically creating another piece of armor instead of grinding for it so I think if they were if you were doing that you'd have to let us re-roll the masterwork and it would need to be if it if it's RNG after all of the investment of masterworking, and now I've got to spend more money to change it, I'd be concerned you're complicating a system that doesn't it doesn't need to be that way. Make it just like the armor. It drops with an element. You can change it whenever you want. It's cheaper when the weapon's not fully masterworked, so you'd make the decision early, then you'd masterwork it. It would be just like armor. It would get more expensive once it's masterwork to change the element. I think that would be a very harmonious system that would just make make sense to people because it already is that way on armor. Grouchy or gra- Grouchy. Probably Grouchy. Do you think that this could bring a change to champions like the one week anti-barrier be void and then the next week be solar so making primary elemental weapons more viable? Well, if you're talking about like modifiers, I, I continue to think I continue to think uh, that 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 is uh, something they need to lean into. The idea that like modifiers can change the way that you do your loadout. I, I definitely think that is something you need to push for further down the road, as opposed to modifiers purely being about how much pain am I going to experience. It's more about oh, what type of loadout could I try this time? I think that modifiers could be leveraged a whole lot more for that. Rocket go boom. Uh, would keeping the small bonus damage kinetic weapons have over e- uh, energy weapons stay or would that be too much no this would homogenize all of them all primaries would essentially be the same in this system uh, dark skills 
I remember you conceding that special kinetic weapons like Izanagi's Bastion shifting to elements would be weird and confusing if primary shifted exclusively to the top slot. How would you address this now? I think we should be able to move the guns around if we want, right? Like if you want to slide them up and down, that's fine. And I don't know if suddenly Izanagi's or Bastion or something having an element assigned to them would be that big of a deal. I don't know if it would cause any issues. We can't buff void damage anymore with Tractor Cannon. Tractor Cannon is just a flat buff. So I don't think... I, I, I really don't think there is any issue with suddenly having an element on, on, a, on an exotic like that. I don't think it would cause any problems. Trailer leak, Paul Tassi, for tomorrow? Um, Vorktanamo Bay. Does elemental primaries mean that all primaries go into slot one or slot two? Related to the last question, I think, uh, related to the last question, I think you just would let people shift things around because if they enjoy running certain loadouts, I guess I wouldn't want to take that away from them. Um, Looks like Destiny posted and deleted a teaser for the next chapter unveiling uh, I'm not going to read what he says to me this says this week in the next season stuff then June 9th will be the reveal um, yeah that's real so don't go and watch or read that it, they posted it by accident um, so if you don't want to see spoilers uh, or you're going to read what he's talking about It'll be in there. I didn't read it. I didn't tell you what it said. So uh, take caution. There's spoilers about. There are spoilers afoot. Leviathan. I've seen a lot of discussion that elemental primaries were de- were detrimental in D1. What's the reason for the sentiment? We already answered this question. It was basically like... It was basically like the only guns that you could get with elements were in one particular place and people didn't like that. That's why people coming in and saying like, oh, we we should be, um, we, we should only be having elemental primaries in the end game. You're going to repeat the same, you know, mistake um, that, uh, that happened back then. Inktoxicant. Would multi-damage weapons, kinetic elemental primaries or elemental element two specials be feasible for sandbox diversity or is that getting too complicated with our weapon system? I don't know enough about what you're, you're, oh, you're saying multi-damage so that you would be able to switch. Oh, I see. It would be a kinetic with an element or it's got two elements to choose from. I, I mean, I, I could definitely see there being room here. I mean, I, to me, switching elements is kind of, at the tippity top, um, he deleted it. Yeah, he probably got he probably got a little bit of a nudge. Uh, he probably got a nudge from um, PR at Bungie. Like, uh, can you take that down, please? Because um, he's got connections there. He probably wants to maintain uh, his good status <laughs> as a journalist with them. Like, he doesn't want to suddenly not get inside scoop on stuff from them. They're like, take that down, please. <laughs> uh, Root J ninety one. Uh, wouldn't elemental primaries take away some of the strategy and higher level content by taking away the need for synergies with your fire team? I, I think this is overstated. I don't think this is really a thing. I don't think a lot of the times uh, people are synergizing that much around this. And even if they were, as I said a little bit ago, if you suddenly give us a little bit more freedom with shields, you could put them in more places. And then, I, as I said, crank up the difficulty or the, or the saturation of certain things because you're empowering us to meet that pain point. So... 
Uh, Paul Tassie won't talk about it on the roundtable. I, I don't allow leak spoilers on the roundtable. We definitely talk about spoilers if something's already in the game. We're not going to not do that. Like, the Fell Winter's Lie stuff. I was like, look, we got to talk about it. It's been it's been the weekend, right? Um, Colin with 35 months. Thank you. That's almost three years. And then two months from Wed Dog. He did a clarification tweet. Did he say, did, oh, so is he explaining why he deleted what he did? Uh, I deleted the tweet about that Desi teaser because I'm not 100% sure about the legitimacy yet. Could be elite cutscene modified into an announce, but I'm not sure. Looking into it. Okay. Um, Smevel says, Instead of having elements fixed on weapons, would it be more accessible to have mods as an element and function as a perk more like osmosis? I, this is how it used to be so I don't think they can bring that back they, because the mod system has changed I just think it should be like an affinity it's just like it's built in like so right now when I go and I look at a piece of armor the affinity is just like here it's not down here in the mods it's not like a part of the stats or anything so when I would go to a gun like this it would basically just be down here lightweight heavy frame and then right below here you would just say solar you know what I mean? It's it's part of the... It's an intrinsic trait. You just put it down here. You know what I mean? I, you could even cut this in half, word wrap the text for lightweight frame, and it would say lightweight frame, and then over here, it would just show you what the uh, what the element was. I think that would be the uh, an easy, easy way to do it within the UI. Damascus. Could elemental primaries encourage people to run content that they normally stay away from due to burns and modifiers like match game, making them too complicated? This is one of the questions that kind of gets submitted where you want me to speculate on would people do this? Um, I can't, it's hard for me to speculate on how people would respond to elemental primaries with regards to content they avoid. I don't know if that's a big enough reason that people are avoiding. Is that a reason? Yes. Once that reason's removed, would you suddenly see an influx of people in that type of content? I would say possibly, but I don't think there's like this armada or army of guardians that are like, you know, I would go in there, but uh, I don't get elemental primaries. Um, well, and then you suddenly give them elemental primaries and they're like, all right, I'm going in. I That doesn't seem like a big enough, it doesn't seem like a big enough barrier uh, as, as, as other barriers might, you know, there might, there might be dark taco. I asked this last week, but we had some miscommunication. Do you foresee a return of elemental primaries as exotic adepts like D one exotic midnight coup with arc burn? I don't foresee that. No, because that was one of the main reasons that people didn't like elemental primaries. And we did celebrate age of triumph, but I continue to say, as I've said to a couple people this morning, I don't, well, this afternoon, I don't think that's good enough. That's weak. If I'm going to the end game or I'm getting something that's supposed to be high level adept or whatever, just slapping an element on it is not good enough. As I said a moment ago, the power exchange there is stupid. I'm putting away a 1k voices or an anarchy and I'm equipping a midnight coup with arc. Arc on the Midnight Coup is not equal to the power that I have put away, if that makes sense. That's the giant dilemma right now with exotics at a, at a foundational level. This doesn't even have anything to do with the elemental primaries, by the way. And that certainly isn't a good enough reason to switch either. If the DPS in the power slot was fixed, ah, that you don't want to homogenize that. That gets kind of boring, doesn't it? 
it's just TB. Assuming that the ability to change elements on the primaries becomes a reality, do you think that it should be expensive? I, I said a moment ago that I feel like it should be just like the armor. It's cheap if it's not masterworked. Once it's been masterworked, it's more expensive, and that's logical. Once the weapon's all the way masterworked up, that's clear that's a weapon that you like and you've invested in it and you like you like the role, and it should be more expensive because that's a weapon you're taking with you kind of in more places, just like the armor. Now that you've invested in the armor, it's more expensive to change the affinity. I think that's logical and sound. How would the chromatic fire exotic work if you're using an elemental primary? Doesn't it basically make the exotic useless in that situation? It could be retooled or it could do a secondary effect. It could make the um it could make the area of effect larger, it could chain the effect. You could do a couple of things I think with chromatic fire that would would make it uh they do this all the time, right? They make changes and they have to retool an exotic. Um so Riddler. If it does happen, should the weapons have a rotator of element like the armor or leave it dropped and then create more grind? I think there's already a lot of RNG on weapons and when you finally get your god roll and the masterwork is wrong, I I, I think we should be able to change the masterwork and make it pricey. Same thing with the elements. These are not things that are worthy of like being a stick in the mud about it, right? I'm not saying you're being a stick in the mud. I'm saying we don't need to be like, nope, it's that's it, and you gotta grind for another one. I I don't think so. I, I don't think that the masterwork and the elements on a weapon is influential or strong enough to like limit it and be like, no, you can't change it. It just ends up being a blemish on the weapon. It invalidates a good drop to some extent. And in this case, it would really invalidate the drop. Sweet. The exact roll that I want. You know, it's arc. And you get another one a couple weeks later. Sweet. Another god roll. Oh, shoot. It's arc again. It just completely invalidates the drop. I I don't I don't think that uh, I don't think that's... Th- these are these are influential enough to restrict in that way. Truds. Moving back to the D1 style feels like a, a backward step. Surely innovation in terms of mods and elemental perks for primaries would be a more forward-thinking way to improve the loot pool and diversity. You just put a question at the end of a non-question. Truds. But I'll take it. Um, okay. I'll take it. Uh, I, I think they could do this in a way that it's innovative. So it's, you can move the weapons around. It's not a truly restricted primary, secondary, heavy system. And it would still allow for double primaries or triple shotguns. So I feel like I have kind of answered this question in another way earlier. Uh, thank you for all the subs that I've missed. Colin to me with 35, two months from Wed Dog Toasty with 38. Bastillion with seven months and 30, th- 39 months from uh, Heavy Lifted. So... I I do think that if they allowed you to continue to do the things that you've been doing, which is you know, double primary, triple shotguns, blah, 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 blah. That's, that to me is an innovation on the original system, not a return to it. 69 questions. Nice. 17 months from Milwaukee. Legion. How would the benefits or negatives outweigh always having osmosis on kinetic weapons? You, oh, you think it should just always be there? I mean, number one, you invalidate osmosis if you do that. Number two, that's not exactly conducive to a lot of the combat I don't know you're really my problem with this you're making every primary lean on grenades in a particular way all the time forever and I'm not a fan of that if I pick a weapon with osmosis I know what I'm signing up for if 
if you if you make it always dependent on this, I I, I just would worry that would, people wouldn't like that. So, yeah, guys, no more questions. We got to keep that till the end. What are some possible impacts, positive or negative, on build crafting? This is really, really generic. We already have build crafting with our armor, and I don't, I don't want to do a video. This is all, you're almost asking me to do like a 10-minute video on this. I, I don't have this prepared, so I can't really answer you. That would make a good video, but I'm not, I can't do that right now. Melodic Gamer. I believe you mentioned this before, but do you think they can do elemental primaries and maybe champion special weapons? Yes, I do believe they can do this. I would love to see that. I would love to see the anti-champion mod standardized and special weapons get some. Some weapon identities are closely linked to their elements. Could being able to change the element on a weapon take something away from weapon's identity or is this too uh, pernickety? It's persnickety. I love that you're trying to use persnickety though. I'm bringing back persnickety. I'm bringing it back. (laughs) Not that it ever left. Uh, (laughs) I hear what you're saying, right? Cold heart. Uh, Prometheus Lens, those come to mind. Um, Risk Runner, you know? Exotics have always been that way, though. They don't need their element to change. So I'm going to push back a little bit on your assertion and say, this is true on exotics. There's, It's not necessarily true on legendary weapons. I don't think there's, I don't think most, I don't think most legendary weapons are like, oh man, if you can suddenly change the, the kindled orchid off of void, it won't be like the kindled orchid, you know? So I agree with your principle to a degree, and I think it's already in place to be protected. It's more tied to the identity on exotics than legendaries. Ecal the Great. Is it worth returning to the D1 system of weapon loadout, or should Bungie dive deeper into the identity of kinetic weapons and energy weapons? If we get true elemental perks and effects instead, would you change your stance? I would. I, I can't change my stance without seeing it first. My stance would only change if I saw what you're talking about fleshed out and in action. So... We were like, oh man, you can run double shotguns. We thought that was that kind of freedom was going to be so great when we left behind double primary. And it's it's kind of stupid. Like, it's not really a thing you're going to do. They still, you know, they still share an ammo pool. Running a shotgun and a sniper isn't viable because of the way the ammo system works. So, I, but, so even hearing about it, I need to see it in action before I would change my stance. Spruntly. What types of perks would you be, by popular opinion, mostly unacceptable on elemental primaries? I, I, I don't have an answer to this. I don't know. I, I, I'd have to think about this for a little while. Um, if the weapon is still functioning as a primary and you're getting good crits with it, I can't think of any perks that would be like, oh, you definitely don't want that because it now has an element. Um, so. Long claw. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have seen the potential leak. I didn't watch it or listen to it. I'm not going to talk about it or tweet it because people don't want to hear about it. If something has happened and it's older than five minutes, I know about it. So I appreciate the heads up. Please refrain from putting it into the chat. Bringing it to our attention is cool. Don't put spoilers, okay? 
Thank you uh, for your cooperation in this time. I'm being very corporate about it. Uh, do you think elemental primaries are ne- a necessity because there are still fewer choices of weapons in the next seasons? For example, we only got a few good void energy guns and endgame content. Well, I haven't done my, vid- my talk yet, but this is in the talk. Like, I think this frees up Bungie. Here's a couple of hand cannons. Well, th- you get way more capital out of those hand cannons when they can have any element. Right now, it's like, here's a void hand cannon. You're like, sweet. Do you have an arc? Do you have a solar? No? Well, what am I going to do when I, I can't use my current favorite void or arc or whatever vacancy weapon, you know? Rocket go boom. Would there be a use for kinetic damage primaries if if uh, if there was elemental primaries? Or would kinetics be completely replaced? They would be completely replaced in this system. Yeah, they'd be completely replaced. Quack, quacked by duck. Do you think elements could have an impact on champions for example solar effects barriers or would that cause power issues this is too nuanced or too um we're getting too down into like the minutia of how it could work i just think they need to come back for a handful of reasons i'll outline more specifically in the video but i don't think i this is a possibility yes but this is like this is like brainstorming about what the project could do and the project hasn't even happened yet. So I don't, I like where you're going, but I don't really want to go down that road just yet because it might not even happen. Uh, one breath dash. How do you suggest they would ease the transition back in elemental primaries? You do it in September and it's part of the new weapon system. It's something to be excited about is how I would do it if I was in charge. Uh, nice assessment. Sorry if this was asked, but do you think elemental primaries would make it easier for Bungie to leave small holes in lesser use archetypes? That's precisely what I think this could help with, and I'm going to talk about that in more detail in the video. And if you're listening to the audio version, you've already heard me talk about that. Why not give us elemental primaries, but only kinetics can have champion mods? This feels like a weird um, juxtaposition uh to, to put these things against each other so i'm i'm not really in favor of in favor of that um if some folks just got buffering i am sorry this has been a problem on twitch for a while um it doesn't affect the past broadcast or the ver- or the recording but uh there's definitely there's definitely been some issues with twitch periodically having these little flutters concealed how do you feel about the idea of Bungie introducing elemental primaries to the game, but at the same time adding a fourth or even fifth element so that no guardian can have all the elements equipped? Well, I actually think you already have your answer. You already have your answer in champion mods. Like, there's enough layers of endgame content and enough layers they could add on to with champions that you would never feel like you have everything. You would never feel like, oh, I've got it all. There's, There's got to be an element of like, you know, we need the team to be synergized here. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to push against that. Like, oh yeah, you get your one man army. You can have every champion mod, every element. So I like where your head's at, but I think the answer comes in the form of champion mods. You can run all champion mods now. Related to earlier comments from me though, I think if you empowered us to use more champion mods at the same time, you could increase their saturation and then make it to where there is no such thing as a perfect loadout. You would, you'd, somebody would need to run, a, you know, another a, a certain thing. Also, also, adding more champions makes the most sense to me, not more elements. I think you add armored champions, 
and then you add armor busting champion mods like knock their armor off similar to things they do in the division you could do armored champions and you come up with one other one um i don't know cloaking champions or something where the weapon can see them when ADS if you're running the right uh, champion mod. I don't know. I just, I came up with that off the top of my head. That might be a bad idea, but I don't know. It might be pretty cool. That, that to me would be better. You create this, there's more champions. I don't, uh, creating more elements at this stage of the game would create all this wild speculation. Does that mean we're getting more subclasses? You added these two new elements. Are we going to have subclasses within these elements? What about this? What about that? What about this? Just add more champions, I I would say. Uh, Nice assessment. What do you think about the recent sentiments that uh, that our character uh, needs work more than the weapon system, like our subclasses? Uh, and that it needs a much bigger customizable part of the end game. I don't agree with this. I don't. I think the single greatest point of immersion in Destiny, which is also one of its charms and one of the reasons so many love people love playing it, is weapons. It's the shooting. You don't really pay that much attention to the fact that like, oh, I can periodically do a melee, throw some knives, or throw a grenade, or have a super. You do... But, you know, 80% of your combat is with a weapon. And that's why I think weapons deserve way more attention right now than subclasses. I'm not saying one over the other, like never mess with subclasses. Subclasses can obviously always be tuned and rejuvenated. There are some that never see the light of day in PvE. And they could do something about that. There are some that never see the light of day in PvP. Some of that's just going to be trends of the combat rhythm. Like some supers and some grenades are just better equipped for certain things. And that's okay. You know, I think that's okay. Bacon. What is your opinion on putting out detailed descriptions, uh, like example given, precise base damage of certain archetypes of weapon in game with the such an addition incentivize players to move towards builds rather than crutch on the same uh, selection of weapons? Here's the thing. The people that would read that are probably already experimenting. The people that just continue to run the same weapon, same loadout for forever are probably not going to look at what you're talking about. Even if it's in the game. Even if like a detailed description's in the game. People generally just use what feels good. And giggity. That's just going to kind of be the nature, I think, of you know, 70% of the player base. Now the upper echelons, sure, but we're already doing that. Most of us, we're already fiddling around with different things when we see them. That's just kind of how we're wired. So I'm not saying no to your idea. I don't think it's a front burner because I think we already do this. Hey, there's this new mod. There's this new perk. There's these new seasonal mods. And we go in and we experiment. And the more casual-minded players aren't doing that. Even if you put in explanations and and, and UI text and stuff to incentivize it, I, I don't think they would uh, pay, much, pay much attention to it. Somebody submitted question number 70, and they ruined our 69 question count. That person needs to be filleted. I'm just kidding. Uh, if they introduce elemental primaries, how would you feel about Bungie making exotic stand out some more by giving them a universal element that could destroy any shield? Uh, the way, listen, this is one of those times where I worry that we're going to, as I said earlier, you're going to gobble up capital. You're going to create this, like, you're going to create capital, like, uh, vacancies. Whoops. I clicked on the wrong thing. Please stop spamming chat about the trailer. If it's older than five minutes, I know about it. Please settle down. We know you're excited, but you're just hijacking chat to tell us something we already know. Um, 
so I think you're gobbling up capital here. If we're going to have like weapon and loadout diversity, if you're going to have like different guns, different abilities, different, you know, drivers, um, to certain things. Bungie released it officially. We will watch it at the conclusion of then this. If they actually released it, we'll watch it after this. We'll watch it to, uh, together after Q and a, we're almost done. Um, if they release it officially, um, so I don't agree with this idea because I think it would it would it would gobble up too much. It'd be too strong. Any thoughts about enemies having multiple elemental shields? Pop the solar, then pop the void. They did this in Borderlands, and I thought it was cool. It's actually um, an idea ripped right out of one of my Borderlands videos. I'm I'm tempted to go back and do like a little docu series on how many ideas were ripped directly from my Borderlands three videos. I did a bunch of Borderlands three videos about things they could do. And I'm not kidding you, like one-to-one just ripped right out of my video stuff made it. Um, it was more console that tweeted it. Okay, nothing official. Thank you. Um, having said that, having said that, multiple shields is only going to work, okay, if you give us what we're asking for in this video, elemental primaries. <laughs> because then I'm going to go bam, 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 bam with my hand cannon, get rid of the void, and I'm going to run up with a shotgun and pop it. Right? Or I'm going to let somebody else take over. So, his symbol got me. Well, and more console makes his Twitter name Destiny 2. I don't... I don't I, anytime I go to look for Destiny, the game's Twitter, I always get him. I'm like, come on, change your username. Not his at. His at is more console. You can change your username. And his username is Destiny 2. <laughs> um... Uh, Shiroi Yama Samurai are you still to this day seeing too many odd unchangeable artifacts from the systems and things built into D2 from the launch uh, and it's kind of growing in a confined space it seems like there are good changes that get kneecapped by something um, yeah I think I would agree with this this is this is pretty much this is one of those questions like you're you're postulating something and asking if I agree with it. It's it's not necessarily a question. It's sort of you like, here's what I think. What do you think? Um, I agree with you though, so I'll let it slide. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be more chill about this too. Like I'm trying to be more understanding of different question types. Um, I agree with you. I think double primary hurt this game long term. I think map design hurt this game long term. PvP. Um, I, I think there's a lot of things that just are just overshadowing the game. Uh, Bungie will never do this, but if I was in charge, I would get rid of almost every single D2 vanilla PvP map. I would nuke them because they are one of the leading causes to so much frustration with PvP's design. Uh, there are maps that just don't work with sixes. There are maps that just don't work with the current metas. Um, so, yeah, I I would say, I would say that we are still in a limited, you know, space, which is one of the reasons why I still think Destiny 3 is going to happen. Walakazam says... I read what they were doing next season and they didn't say that they were fixing auto rifles from what I saw. It just said pulse uh, rifles would be the meta. I don't think they said that. Are you mad that they aren't going to fix auto rifles? I don't think they've given us an exhaustive change list yet, so I'm not going to comment just yet on that. Uh, Mia, if elemental primaries bring us back to the primary special heavy system again, how would that impact build diversity? Would double specials be a thing anymore? I've already addressed this saying you could still let people do that if they wanted by cult one of the most commonly used loadouts for speed farming this week's master nightfall is mountaintop ariana's sword won't a primary and secondary system remove options like this from players it would not um 
I don't think that this is the right call um, to say uh, well we can't do it because of this they would leave loadouts like this intact it would not affect the, uh, loadouts like this so it's a good question but I don't think they would they would disrupt this I'm not calling for a, tr- a return to true a truly rigid primary secondary heavy I just want elemental primaries um, big Mike Thuggin couldn't you just say um, n- anything that takes primary ammo has an element then you don't have to move weapons between slots. I would be okay with this too. I'd also be okay with just, if you do that, then it's okay to let us move things around so I can put my Kindled Orchid in the primary slot. Like, if you go to this system, then it's okay to let me move stuff around and I don't disrupt, as the previous question outlined, Mountaintop Ariana's Vow, I don't disrupt that loadout either. Uh, Galaxy Sorry, do you think Element being only available after a weapon is masterworked would be a viable option? As long as I know what it is, if I know what it is and I got a masterwork it to unlock it, I give that a huge thumbs up. In fact, I kind of like that idea. It's a motivation to invest in the weapon and it gives you that sense of the weapon's better now and more powerful now as opposed to just creating orbs. I need to know what it is though beforehand. God roll, yay, masterwork it, random element, bad. That's a bad idea. God roll, yay, oh, it's Ark. Masterwork it so you can take advantage of Ark. I think that's a brilliant iteration on the idea. Freddie Jackson. Because of the problem with loot and grind to get the roll that you want, should the primaries have static elements? We just addressed this with the previous question. It should be something that I believe is RNG-based and unlocks once masterworked. I would even go so far as to say you should be able to change it before you start masterworking it. Just like the armor system, once it's fully masterworked, you could still change it, but it would be way more expensive and thus wouldn't happen that much. If they bring true elemental primaries, what needs to be done to non-elemental primaries to make them feel like a choice? As I said to somebody really, really early, you might not have been here, I kind of already answered this. I would just say moving forward, that's how all the weapons work, and that would be a really, really good incentivization to leave that stuff behind. Um, Your question may have gotten deleted, Javier. We do delete questions that are either blatant repeats that you might not be aware of or are too far off topic or hard to understand. Uh, Laligator. If kinetic weapons become obsolete, what would be the point of even having them in the game? I, they would no longer exist. All primaries would be the same, and you would move forward into that new system. So there would be no such thing as a kinetic weapon anymore. Howitzer. Do you think that the champion mods are actually a new element? Unstoppable barrier and overcharge. I think this is a creative way to see the new system, but probably not an accurate way to see the new system because it's it's something that you can only interact with once it's been procced. Um, and so I just, I don't think, I don't think that's an accurate, I think it's creative to think of it in that way, but I like them existing in two separate lanes so that the iteration on both can flourish separately as opposed to Bungie being like, well, we did add more elements, you know what I mean? So, by the way, Howitz, thank you for clipping that shot of uh, Tyler Dyler giving me a little bit of a shout out. That was nice. Um... Dark Magician, opinion on elemental primaries only found in raids dungeons. Yeah, we already answered this one earlier, but you weren't here. I think that's repeating the same problem that existed in D1. You're limiting the scope of where the weapons show up far too much, and you're just going to repeat the same frustration about elemental primaries only existing in those lanes. So, guys, this new format for Q&A is so much better. Thank you so much for continuing to iterate on it with us. Um, 
So, and the next question that just got thrown in last minute is one we've already answered. So, if you're here right now, don't go anywhere. We haven't done the official talk with the outline yet about this subject. You're going to want to hear what I have to say. It's been influenced a little bit by Q&A. And if you're enjoying your stay and you're new, make sure and click follow. That's a free way to support me. Click the follow button. uh, And then you can check the box to be notified whenever I go live. We've had a really big surge of interest lately, and we've had to kind of adapt Q&A to that surge of interest. So thank you for helping us with that. If you're listening in any of the other locations, uh, you can always use saynotorage.com to come into the live broadcast to take part of these. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe.